Welcome, Transformers fans, to Optimus Prime Time More Than Meets Your Ears. My name is Craig Mahoney. With me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Justin Murray. Justin, how the heck are you? Oh, bah, weep, grana, weep, nitty-bum. That's how the fuck I'm doing, y'all. What's up? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, should we have some sort of a, the way we, you know, a, a solid open and close? I'm like, I'm trying to think of a sign-off other than just, you know, next time. I'm like, should we do like a till all or one or <laughs> something like oh, yeah. that? I'm trying to think of some sort of. Dude. Even like like welcome Transformers fans. Is there is there a thing? Is there like a name that Transformers fans don't have a name for for us as a group? There's no like trans heads. Yeah, that's true. Like weirdos and pedophiles. I think is the closest <laughs> we have. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know psychopaths. I don't know like what you call our group of our fans. We're but even crazy. our pod, I don't think we, uh, like a nickname for our even our podcast listeners. I don't think like Optimus Prime. Oh yeah. Uh, Opt heads. I don't know what you prime call. timers. No wait. Prime well, timers. <laughs> Because that could be anything. I'm sure prime timers is I don't know. Prime timers yeah, yeah. sounds like prime timers sounds like uh, the women's group in a uh, it is like a senior community like that. They go out <laughs> and watch dinner shows or something. Oh, we we went and saw. We're in our prime. We went on a bus trip with the prime timers and we saw the Temptations musical. It was lovely. <laughs> Well, listen, if you're suggesting we could take our fans to see the Temptations, I'm down. You know what I mean? That's fine. <laughs> Do a nice fan trip. Well, <laughs> for a bunch of weirdos and pedophiles, it'll definitely be a different type of temptation than they're used to. So it'll be a good yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Put some bars in the windows of that bus. will be fine, man. <laughs> Keep it away from those schools. No problem at all. <laughs> well, as all right, we so this- Right along with our recap of the original. Oh, wait, we forgot to do a little bit of housekeeping first. Just want to remind you that you can listen to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And please uh, rate and review those. Please like, please tell your friends, you know, follow us on Facebook, share if you can spread the word and follow us on Instagram at OPT Podcast, where we'll have Reminders about new episodes popping up, different Transformers memes, and of course, my own original art, drawings, paintings, t-shirt designs popping up every week, and you can purchase those, and uh, I highly encourage you to do so, because uh, Justin has a child, and I have a dog, and we both we both eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't want to feed Craig's dog to my kid or vice versa, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we got to figure this out, you know? we got to yeah. figure this out. <laughs> anyway, if you, like, if you like the podcast, if you, if you could throw, if, if you could... Support us by buying some merch. That'd be great. If, if not, just you know, support us by just telling your friends, your other, uh, your other nerdy weirdo <laughs> friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are two other weirdo <laughs> nerdy guys actually doing. Yeah, it's true. I'm not judging anyone, by the way. I'm like week three into building my display cases, so like, you know, <laughs> no one's no one's weirder than me, folks. There's no judgment in here whatsoever. We're, I'm just being honest we're about obviously the fact like we're not excluding ourselves. We're the ones doing this podcast. Uh, no. We're actually two grown yeah, men. Like, have... We're like, no, we're going to commit our time to this. Yeah, going... Dude, I got two out of – last episode, I got two of the three Rainmaker's names right. Do you know how fucking sad <laughs> that is? They're on one episode for five minutes once 35 years ago. Like, I know most of their names. I know Frank. He's an yeah. accountant. Yeah, no, it's like it's kind of weird. It's, we know too much. Anyway, at this episode, we get a, a Fire episode, in the Sky. Episode seven, Fire in right. the Sky, where we meet – uh, Robotech. No, wait. It's not. <laughs> Jetfire. Skyfire. Skyfire, Sky yes. Macross. What's his name? Fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Your favorite Just... character. And yeah, uh, we, will, we will cover that uh, as we a little bit 
a little bit further in because we have to we obviously we have to talk about the whole Jetfire Skyfire. I mean, it's it's well known. Likely if you're listening to this, you already know about it, but we will have to cover that shortly. But this episode starts off with uh, everyone playing in the snow near the winter, ark. A veritable winter wonderland in the yep. desert of the, of the North Pacific Northwest. Dude, and every time every time I watch this episode, which has been a startling amount of times over the years, and uh, every time I always think, oh yeah, is this a Christmas episode? Like it starts off with them <laughs> yeah, playing me in the too. snow. I was like, oh For yeah. For no reason. It's like, oh what? Is it? And then yeah, it's, it, it's weird because they're just playing in the snow and you're like, I guess it's winter. And then they're like, it's the desert. They show the fucking cactus. With the yeah. snow coming off. And then apparently out of all these Nobody's alarmed at all by this. Spike no, is just having fun only building, building a snowman. Or as Jazz says, you mean snow bot. That's a very important distinction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But there are so many puns in like the first two minutes. It is fucking – you're choking on puns in this episode. It's what, so what, many what, snow what, puns. What, what catch my drift, call, huh? Oh, uh, catch right. What do they call snowballs? Um, Circular projectiles oh. or something? Spheroid projectiles. And I was Spheroid like, spherical? projectiles. That's yeah. right. But, so they're, yeah. they're playing that, and only Optimus is even remotely alarmed. Uh, man, they really need Perceptor on the crew. Like, whenever he shows up, this is so important because everyone else is just a complete moron. Even Wheeljack is like, I can make things, but I don't understand snow or any weather. I don't understand why it's alarming. So Optimus well, is they, like, well, this seems well, bad. As, as we learned last episode, they think you just, you know, they, they come from a planet with no weather except there's some clouds that you can just shoot and make rain and then shoot again and make stop raining. And so they're, they, they obviously would have, they, they wouldn't see anything odd with any of this. They don't know. They don't know our earth ways or why it wouldn't or shouldn't snow in a desert. So, you know, this doesn't seem I, odd at all. I think like either, either it's either this or right after, but Optimus prime, he, he literally says something like, yeah, it seems like, I don't know. It seems like someone's true. The Earth's core of all of its heat. He's like, that's what his, that's what his like, his like guess is. And then and they, that, they cut to the Arctic Circle, and that is literally exactly what they're doing. Um, you see, there's a giant green crystal that apparently goes to the center of the Earth's core, and uh, Reflector is still still in the episode, but this is the kind of work he's relegated to now. He's literally vacuuming energy out of a crystal and taking shit from Skywarp. Um, he's a drone. Basically. Yeah, he's, he's just a drone. Yeah, I don't think he's any lines. He's just that thing. He's only one reflector. There's no more or less, I think, in this episode. And uh, and they are doing exactly that. They're stealing uh, stuff out of there. They an explosion happens. Uh, I can't remember exactly why, but there's an explosion ha- happens that fucks everything up. And then they see a little, <laughs> like a little metal part sticking out of the ice, which is supposed to be part of Jetfire Skyfire, which we'll explain in a second. Uh, but I gotta say, I, this again, I've seen this episode a lot. Whatever that part sticking out of the ice is, that is not a part of the fucking transformer known as Skyfire or Jetfire. It's not a part of it. It looks like a beak. It looks like the front of Laser Beak. I don't know what the fuck they did there, but like they just picked this weird piece that's sticking out. They dig it out. It, it's not the little thing on his head. It's just. I don't think it's the little thing in his head. It's just got this weird. It looks like it looks like his index finger and like a sexy come hither sort of like thing. <laughs> but it's, it's, so they dig him out uh, and then Starscream. By the way, well, when your they, digits, when your fingers they, freeze, they, they out do and turn then, black. That does happen. <laughs> that is true. I guess. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, of course, missing blood. But um, yeah, you never know. Maybe he's full of someone's blood. Who knows? 
is what he's been up to in that time. Uh, they dig him out, and then they talk about him a while. And then Starscream, which you think you would have mentioned this earlier, but they're like, yeah, why do you care so much about him? Well, like, oh, I actually really know this dude super well. I actually yeah. was here before. <laughs> I'm the reason he got lost, kind of. Uh, so funny you should mention he's a good friend of mine. Um, yeah, we so, learned Starscream's backstory. But before that, I, I, I do enjoy the fact that it, apparently it's not it's not the sun that Earth derives its heat from. It is the Earth's core yeah, that we get our heat from. Core. The that, sun is totally irrelevant. And the Earth's core, not <laughs> not iron and nickel, but a giant green crystal that goes all the way through the Earth <laughs> and sticks out, pops out at the at the North Pole. The Arctic. Yeah, so. The Arctic Circle, which, of course, we did forget to mention that they drive to the Arctic Circle. We're, we're coming up on that. that hasn't happened there, yet, but it is amazing. It's so great, dude. It's one of my favorites. Now, before we do that, we have to go over the Jetfire Skyfire thing. Yes. Um, because originally, his, na- his name is Jetfire. If you grew up in the 80s, of course, his toy was called Jetfire. Um, everyone knows this, so I'll go through it quick. But he was a he was licensed from Robotech. All the Transformers toys for the first two years were licensed from other uh, toy manufacturers in Japan and across the world. So they, they licensed him from Robotech. And Robotech was like, that sounds great. And then like a year later, Robotech was going to get their own show and then found out that they accidentally signed off their main machine in the show to the fucking Transformers. They couldn't do a Robotech show with that thing that was Jetfire, the Jetfire toy, uh, and it totally fucked them up. So there was a huge legal battle for decades. But in the meantime, they only had the rights to make the toy. They didn't have the rights to put the toy in the show. So they made a commercial with the toy of Jetfire, which, again, is the Macross, uh, the F1 fighter or whatever. But after that, they had to make a new version of Jetfire to put in the show. They had already done all the dialogue for the episodes. They had to have everybody re-record their lines, but they didn't draw it yet. So they had to come up with this new, vaguely similar kind of robot to the toy, but not really have anything in common with it. It's really interesting, right? So they just created this whole model. Um, he gets a face. They actually made a toy out of it this year. Yeah, he gets a face. It's like a totally different thing. It's fascinating. And then that's why. So I remember as a kid being like really fucking confused because, you know, you go to the store yeah. and it's totally different. You're like, oh, is he wearing armor? And no, he's not. But uh, that's why there's like Skyfire and Jetfire. And some fans kind of use the names to refer to one specifically. Um, in my eyes, uh, you know, about five years ago, Habzo got all the rights back. Um, for that toy, and they can make whatever they want now. So ever since then, it's been all Jetfire. They've made actually a toy version the Jetfire from the show, um, which is pretty impressive because it, it existed from a fucking drawing. Well, and they made was it in that part line. of so, the uh, Siege of Cybertron or War for Cybertron line? They did that. Yes, it was. Yes, indeed. Well, Siege. Well, was that one of the sixty-dollar ones? Well, that one. If you want to get far in the weeds <laughs> on this one, released at eighty. And then, and I bought it for eighty because it's my fucking favorite toy ever. It's the uh, <laughs> essentially it's the one that Craig painted of me. It's the same exact like toy design. Uh, and then it went down the forty forty bucks, and then I bought another one, so I have two. Actually, yeah, we did mention. I don't, our listeners may not know this is that uh, your your wife commissioned me to do a painting of you for your birthday. This is yes. uh, about five. How many years ago? Five, oh, man, six, seven years five. ago. Yeah, yeah, probably something seven, like eight years yeah. Ago. yeah, something like that. And it was uh, she said. I, I want a painting of Justin as his favorite Transformer, riding your favorite <laughs> animal, which is a blue whale, <laughs> jumping, <laughs> yes, uh, jumping across the uh, was it the East River from it's Manhattan. The, it's the Hudson, I believe. No wait, uh, is he? No, no, because he's going right. from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so these, and so I did you as uh, as Jetfire, Skyfire, as uh, Skyfire actually, because it was the cartoon version. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, because uh, we, we, were, we were talking about Disney Plus 
and I want to tell you that on Disney Plus, because they own, they have the National Geographic stuff on there. There is a oh, yeah. uh, blue, there's a blue whale documentary narrated, oh, I saw it. narrated like by Monsters Tom Selleck. Narrated Shut by Tom the Selleck. fuck up. Are yeah. you serious, dude? And... Mega P.I. and Blue Whale? Uh, yes. We're going to wrap this episode up, homie. I'm going to go watch this shit. And there Every is time, a, uh, it's, either, it's either called Weird Dinos or Bizarre Dinos. It's a dinosaur, you know, uh, documentary, hour-long National Geographic special. Narrated by Optimus Prime himself, Peter Cullen. About oh. all sorts of dinosaurs, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. That's a, yeah, actually, that's you know. I got Disney Plus, and I was most excited about that shit. But uh, anyway, we, we got to get back to the episode. That is, that is fucking amazing, dude. I'm definitely watching that. I don't want to start with Office Prime and Dinosaurs or the uh, Blue Whale with the uh, Magnum P.I. But I think, I think we need to post. I think when I post on the uh, the show, when I post it up to the blog, uh, well, I'll have to put the uh, the paint, the pic, show, show the people the, the painting of you and let them see exactly. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. By the way, you think, like, when Peter Cullen gets other jobs now, he's, like, super excited. You know, I'm sure he's happy to be Optimus Prime. It's definitely, I'm sure it's bottom of a lot of houses. Well, you but know you what think, other uh, character he's done for decades that he's probably associated with the second most that you can yeah. also find on Disney Plus? Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's crazy. He's fucking Eeyore? Yeah. Wow. He's also Monterey Jack on Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That I knew, but it's yeah. it's I'm just imagining I'm just imagining Eeyore is like clinically depressed off in his prime. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, shouldn't we go fight Megatron? Is like I suppose. <laughs> By the way, if if if, 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 if we go if we do days. go to if we do go to any ever go to like any TF Con or if I'm ever at any sort of Comic Con where I, or I ever have a chance to meet Peter Cullen and get his autograph and I I know about this ahead of time I am absolutely doing a painting of Optimus Prime trying to cheer up Eeyore and having Peter Cullen sign it. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> that's an amazing idea, dude. That's a great idea for a painting. I got <laughs> Optimus, Optimus Prime giving Eeyore his tail back. Here, I found this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude. All right, so we gotta. We should get back. So, as I said, anyway, that's Jetfire. Uh, they wake him up. Uh, Megatron notices immediately that Jetfire is gigantic. And he's like, wow, this guy can definitely fuck some shit up. Uh, funny side note about Jetfire. Almost as if he's part of another product line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's almost as if he's totally not existing. Um, <laughs> funny thing about Jetfire is uh, if you want to get real deep in the Transformers history, uh, the whole Civil War starts because of functionalism and then free uh, Transformers, right? Basically that your alt mode should determine your job, right? So that's why Megatron is a minor because he's got a Well, accord, according to this shit. new canon, they're trying to whip up what, they, what that takes yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Well, you know, this is – yes, ignoring the uh, canon they designed for eight-year-olds 35 years ago. But, yeah, so then they uh, – basically, that's – so that's why in the in the new canon, that's that's why Jetfire is originally a Decepticon because back in the day before they went sideways, he's like, oh, yeah, I want to be a scientist and they won't let me because I'm – in their defense, he's a giant jet that's covered in guns. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, you could get in a microscope. <laughs> But yeah. you have a head made of guns, dude. I mean, maybe you should do something, you know? Uh, well, but it, he's an well, interesting character. I love the way a, uh... Megatron does kind of reference this, though, because they talk about Stars. You know, Starscream, by the way, goes into the whole flashback. And we actually uh-huh. – they actually have a – apparently when you take, a, like, the top of, an, of, a, of a Transformer's head off, you'll see a screen that has their memory, and you can literally watch a flashback yeah, on, the, on their it. head, sure. on their forehead. You can literally see the flashback. But I love that mm-hmm. – um, Megatron actually mentions he goes, oh, that must have been like a million years ago before our falling out with the Autobots. 
Oh, so, yeah. So which... he does reference the fact that apparently they were all friends at once, but I love how he just refers to it as a falling out. Yeah, like, it's like a little disagreement they had. Like, they got to yeah. smooth it over. Thanksgiving's going to be awkward. Yeah, it's not like yeah. it destroyed their entire planet forever. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. And then also, again, like, th- this show, in terms of its own history of its own characters, like, there's no term for the race itself. They were always just Transformers and Decepticons, Autobots and Decepticons, apparently forever. Like, yeah, they never, the they never, yeah, seemed to team. They were always in factions. They just got along. Yeah, and then in the in the new continuity they had it, so the Autobot symbol is like the symbol of their government. Yeah, and then the Decepticons kind of become a faction to sort of oppose that, and starts off and doing a good thing, and kind of goes uh, down the. It's cool. I like I I like those. I I I read both of them. I think we're our third. Yeah, they were they were they were fun. But um, Starscream, I like he he does his little um. He, he, he starts talking about the flashback. And what I love is that he gets all of a sudden when he starts talking about how he was a scientist and used to be with Jetfire, he just has, he's just very calm. He's like, oh, yes, this is Jetfire. We were scientists together. And we went and he was just, oh, yeah. he's very serene the way he's relating this tale. All of a sudden, he's not the histrionic Starscream at all anymore. He's just like, yeah, that's true. He really is like, that's like his Zen center is Jetfire. Yes. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> this is great. And by the way, like, maybe it just doesn't get this far for it to happen, but you would think Star- the Starscream that we know at this point in the show would already be coming up, coming up with a way to use Jetfire to kill Megatron. You know what I mean? Like, he's got this yeah. He's got this old friend who's gigantic. Um, presumably he knows he can kick some ass, even though he knows he doesn't like to. And he's like, oh, I can just get him to kill Megatron. But no, he actually, like, you know, recruits him, uh, you know, expects him to follow orders. And then when he doesn't, gets mad at him. You know what I mean? He, like, yeah, really yeah. doesn't even bother. <laughs> and then he's just like, hey, wait, just but just wait, wait, because at some point I'm going to take over and then you'll be my second in command instead yeah. of just saying, hey, I've actually been trying to make this happen. Why don't you help out a little bit? Yeah, could you yeah. pull off his head right now? It would take <laughs> two seconds and then we're, and good. I do love, we're all set. Going back to what you said about how they redesigned him a little bit um, so that he wouldn't look like the Robotech toys. So they gave him more of the you know cartoon sort of design. But they kept the size scale. They kept him twice the size of all the others. Yeah, they kept him gigantic. That is true. Yeah, they kept him huge. Um, and then they, they made him more of like a transport. Uh, but yeah, and he's weird. Again, like uh, he does kind of – we mentioned it in a conversation yesterday. But like he does – he kind of looks similar to that big robot they tricked Devastator with later on when they show yeah. a hologram of a fake Autobot. And he kind of looks like Jetfire. He's got a different head, but he's pretty big. And then also at Jetfire's size, he would be about, you know, at least toy-wise, he was about the size of Devastator, which I don't think he is in the show. But I also don't think – I don't think Devastator and him are ever on the same episode together. But I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll – yeah, that's interesting. I think he's in some Insecticon episodes. Well, we will find out as we go along. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, jeez, man. I just had a point and I completely forgot it. Uh, no, you know – oh, the, the, the design – I, I kind of like the way that they, they introduce him because his alt mode it does not look like any Earth vehicle, certainly none that existed yeah. in the 80s. His so alt it's mode like, of is course. fucking awesome, man. It's yeah. so cool, especially for something they had to come up with on their own. Yeah. It looks so interesting, man. It's got it's got just enough Earth in it to be recognizable, but it's got, and it looks like a troop carrier. It's fucking humongous, man. It's like, it's so interesting the way they went with that. And, and, and you're right, it's nothing, it, there's nothing going on from the uh, Robotech except for like the kind of red backpack. It sort of sits on his uh, yeah, yeah. On, on his back and robot, and then on his chest. Uh, but I think it, it makes sense that they were like, oh, of course he got stranded here millions of years ago, so that like he would 
that explains why he would have a more like Cybertronian looking alt mode and yeah. not an Earth one. Although in the flashback is isn't Starscream's alt mode? He doesn't. He, he, yeah, he's, he's still just, an F fifteen. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. For some reason, he's an F fifteen. And then later, I guess later on, he decides to go into that weird Tetrajet thing. Yeah. And then goes back to the old F fifteen. So yeah, he's actually, if you want to get technical, Starscream invented the F fifteen because he was doing it <laughs> prior he, to humanity. He prior, made up a he prior made up an to F-15. hominids <laughs> even existing. <laughs> exactly. Some some fucking amoebas saw it and drew it on a rock, and then that inspired, you know, some like Boeing or whatever, like millions of years later. So yeah, it's, that's true. It's it's an F fifteen in a Cybertron jet. Um, they say they're exploring, but tantamount to just flying around the universe, and then they uh, they just crash. I mean, it's a pretty lame story. Uh, they're flying. They get caught in a storm, which is already like if you're expo- if you're exploring a galaxy, the fact that you're low enough on a planet to get blown down by the wind, it's probably bad news. Um, and then yeah, it caves in on Jetfire. Uh, Starstream does say he covered half the planet looking for him, so you do get the sense this was like an actual friend of his yeah. who bothered him. Uh, um, and actually, that kind of to your point, he is calm. He, his demeanor has changed since he comes here. It kind of feels like he's he's got this old friend from before he was a Decepticon. And he's sort of like, oh yeah, I used to be like this. I used to not be a whiny piece of shit. I used to like <laughs> kind of. I used to be like a little bit more respectable. You know what I mean? Because he is. Yeah. This whole episode, Starscream is a little bit cooler. He's a little bit more decisive. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, yeah. yeah so then he, he Skyfire brings out the rational side of him. Yeah. And, and then, then Skyfire wakes up any for for a scientist, uh, he's kind of an idiot. I understand being a little yeah. being a little, hey, where am I? What's this? What's going on when you first wake up? But throughout the entire episode, he's like, he's got this whole kind of Autobots friends, Decepticons enemies sort of thing. It's like he doesn't I, like for being a scientist, he doesn't test any of his theories whatsoever. <laughs> he just immediately goes into like the conclusion. Listen, I think he suffered some neurological damage with being yeah, buried yeah. that long. <laughs> well, and dude, his process like, is it's not funny working that properly. They talk about well, also like yeah, so um, you know, uh, Wheeljack is a mechanic and and not a scientist, but he's definitely technical. He's kind of an engineer, right? And the Perceptor is going to yeah. come in the show soon, and he's going to be a scientist. And then Jetfire is the third smart character, and they constantly talk about how he's a scientist, but I don't think at any point in any of these shows ever he uses his brain once. I think he's only no. – in any episode he's in, he's just gigantic. His, his scale changes constantly, even in this episode. <laughs> like he's, yeah. He gets he gets much bigger than he is, and then he gets much smaller again. But yeah, he's it's funny. For maybe all maybe about he was more Starscream's like, just lab assistant. Maybe he was the TA or something like that. That would make like a lot that. of sense. Yeah, he was like an intern. Big, dumb TA. It's like, this guy can carry a lot. <laughs> this guy really can load up yeah. the old samples. <laughs> Maybe that's why Starscream felt so guilty. Like, this guy was really just doing it for college credit, and he ends up getting stranded on another <laughs> planet and dying. That would make a lot of sense, dude. But you, you are right, though. He is pretty stupid, and then he never really he never really displays his intelligence in the entire show, despite just, people referring to him as he being He literally smart. just takes everyone's word for it, whatever they yeah. tell him. Which Megatron and, does. And Mega- he's kind of a pacifist. Yeah. Me- Megatron uh, cons him into thinking that the Decepticons are the good guys and the Autobots are the bad guys. And so uh, he becomes the Decepticon. And then the Autobots, due to just Prime's unbelievably accurate hunch, <laughs> that they're drilling. By the way, I, whoever was writing this <laughs> show, I'm almost positive they're not climate change deniers because. 
you know, I, I think yeah. I, I don't think they, they would be against the idea that like human industrialization could cause the climate to change because so many times on this show we see the entire Earth's climate changing from someone just like drilling in a cave. <laughs> Someone's just fucking up oh, some yeah, shit dude, exactly. somewhere and the entire Earth's climate goes to shit because if, can you imagine if that was actually the case? Like not in Al Gore's worst nightmares does that happen. Oh, yeah, I know. It also like. I mean, if that's if it's so rapidly decreasing the temperature of the planet so that like deserts are snowing, like so many, so many millions of people have already died. <laughs> like so many millions <laughs> of people on the planet are, are crop. There's a sure. famine going. This crops is, have died. Dude, it's a huge global catastrophe. And if they could pinpoint it on Decepticons, like the entire planet would be like, well, we have to. They just killed like a billion people. So we definitely have yeah. to like take these guys out. Yeah, we don't see any other human government reaction to this. Nothing. It's just like the Autobots, uh, Prime gets a hunch. And so him and about five or six Autobots just go and drive all <laughs> the way up. Drive, drive for weeks to the Arctic Circle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best. Yeah, they, they decided to take a spin up there to check it out. Uh, just take a, take a drive right up there. Um, and they can see the Aurora Borealis and... Uh, it takes who, some time to appreciate and who, it. Wait, who's, who's, who's the one who – is it Ironhide or Prime? It's like his, his optics. Prime. Really, like, Prime really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's very, very pretty. Which, by the way, this motherfucker is living on a planet with no sky for millions of years. So he's definitely seen shit cooler than this. Like he's seen stars go supernova and shit. So like, you know, fine. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the pretty light show. But, you know, he's – he has a, a, a whole valley made of rust – there's rivers of lava. There's all kinds of cool shit on Cybertron, dude. It's like, you know, I don't think uh, fancy ribbons in the sky a, are going to, you know, make a light show in the magnetosphere does not a... <laughs> yeah, like, dude, exactly. But it is a weird... They do take it, They do take a couple seconds to, like, show that and really take some time and be like, the Transformers are enjoying it. And then they immediately <laughs> get back to driving. Uh, they see Jetfire from a ways away because he's fucking gigantic. <laughs> um, and again, for being a scientist, he doesn't say anything... He literally just sees them and he's like, oh, those are Autobots. Well, better start shooting and just shoots the shit out of all of them. Um, <laughs> misses completely because apparently he sucks. Uh, well, he then, was a scientist, not a warrior. And he even questions yeah, Starscream. Are you happier as a warrior now than a scientist? And Starscream's like, yeah, it's so much fucking fun. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I love that. It's so it's much more fun destroying shit than creating or discovering. Which he things. is, you know, no, he's a pretty good fucking warrior, dude. Like, he's one of the yeah. better ones they got. So, obviously, it's, uh, you know, it's interesting. It suits him. Um, suits him well. Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, so, then they get, you know, they, they have their uh, their weird little battle with Skyfire. Um, memory's getting hazy, but I think they, like, corner. He, he manages to capture, like, four of them somehow. Jetfire yeah. does. And uh, he's being pretty kind to them. Oh, that's right, because the Spike and Sparkplug are there too. So he sees the humans on like on a on, on like a little iceberg, and they're about to drown. And of course, Jetfire just being a yeah, good dude. Yeah, they fall. They just fall through the earth. Yeah, they fall through the earth. And then he he oh. he saves them, and like almost like it's a bygone thing. Like of yeah. course I would save them. They, they save all them the they all they all Harry Bailey fall through the ice. Yeah, exactly. And then it's it's amazing how long it takes the good guys to catch on to what's going on because really the second he saves Spike and Chip, either one and Spike and Chip, Spike and Sparkplug, either one of them would be like, oh, something's up here. But dude, Sparkplug is like Sparkplug is so bigoted against Decepticons that while he's being saved, he's like, this piece of shit's gonna kill us. He's like, just saved you, man. Come on. He's like, you fucking asshole. You probably hate humans. I'm like, just relax. Give it a second. You know what I mean? Um. And then yeah, so there's I think he brings ahead. he brings Spike and Sparkplug to the Decepticons 
to imprison. And then Starscream's like, yeah, well, we're going to once once they've served their purpose, we're going to kill them. <laughs> we're clearly oh, right. we're yeah. clearly not the good guys here. But I love yeah, the shot because like, basically, yeah, but, but you dude, see Skyfire just peeking through a hole like like like. Yeah, dude, Skyfire's head doesn't fit into a cave that Megatron and Starscream are standing comfortably in. Like, standing with plenty of room he, to stretch out. He's just makes peering like, through them dude, like, a, uh, like a gorg looking at, a, like looking at fraggles. Dude, that makes... He's he's like Metroplex sized in this in this shot. He's fucking yeah. humongous, dude. Like he's not. And then the second they come out of that hole, he shrinks right back to normal size. <laughs> and it's so goofy and awkward, like that shot of him just kind of peering yeah. through there. But he's like, but he's already immediately like the spike and sparkle. He's like, but they're my friends. It's like you just met him. You had a half. He barely. Had yeah, I know. He's 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 got attachment issues. This is probably why he and the Starscream are so close. But Starscream is like starting to get tired of him already. He's like, goddamn, this fucking guy's a lot. I forgot this guy's so much to deal with. So huggy, you know. So they get um, the Skyfire is all like throwing a throwing a piss fit because he didn't want to murder his his new human best friends. Um, and then uh, so they they have like four. I can't, I still can't remember how they get the other. They get Ironhide, Ratchet, Hound, and Gears. Somehow they've like gotten them separate from the rest of them, and they have them like tied to a crystal shaft. Uh, Starscream tells Jetfire to blow him up. He's like, no, that's crazy. Uh, Starscream's like, you're a pussy, and blows him up, and it's amazing. Uh, and even though I've seen this episode a million times, every time I think he actually murders all those four guys, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, wow. Well, it turns out to be <laughs> a hound hologram. Yep, another another great hound hologram. Although you got to wonder, like, uh, the mechanics of hound's hologram, like, because he does something gets shot. So I'm like, well, what is, you know, how does that work? Because he does shoot the crystal and the crystal does explode, right? So yeah, don't really know how they all survive, but whatever. So he, he tricks them into thinking they're all dead. Starscream, as we all know. Though is so eager to believe someone's dead that he just doesn't even consider it for a second. He's like, "Yes, Megatron's probably dead too. Why not? Let's just go with it." So, well, you they know, fly he learned away. after searching the entire Earth for Skyfire, and apparently after that, they just were immediately like, "Hey, it's not worth it. Let's. We are automatically now for, 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 and forever forward. All Transformers are just going to assume people are dead right away. We're not even. We're not. Yeah, that, exactly. Starscream searching for Skyfire was the last time anyone ever decided to double check." Yeah, and then he like he he orders Skyfire to or Jetfire to shoot everybody. This guy he's known for millions of years, arguably their only friend or each other, right? The only people they know from before the war. And then Skyfire's like, yeah, I don't know. And then uh, Starscream is like, you puss, and then shoots him, just shoots him right in the chest. Um, and and then then, uh, you know, Ratchet decides he's gonna repair him. And even though they yep. think he's a Decepticon, it's like, no, nah, we're going to repair him because, you know, he saved us and risked his life for us. And that's yeah, and the they're pretty bigoted, by the way. Even like, uh, yeah, dude, and Ironhide is still like, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's, you know, he's still got the logo <laughs> on. Should we just watch die? It's like, Jesus, man, what are you going to do? Come on. Also, he's red and white. You know, he's a good guy. You know what I mean? They don't make bad guys red and white. You know that. <laughs> so, like, it's obvious. <laughs> so they repair him. And, and Megatron uh, finds out about it, and they go to have a battle. And Optimus and Megatron have a really cool battle where they each pick off pieces of this giant green crystal and oh, just start so beating cool, each man. other, just yep. clubbing in the a, shit out a, of each other. In a fight reminiscent of the uh, movie fight where, uh, yeah, where Optimus you, gets stabbed. Yeah, they have in these first like so far these first you know, six or seven episodes they have a lot of great knockdown dragouts between Optimus and Megatron, they and those really do, those man. come to an end fairly soon too i think yeah which sucks because that this is like the strong some of the strongest part of the show for me is these episodes because they're starting to come into their own now but you're right they they the whole 
Megatron versus Optimus thing happens almost every episode. There's always a lead up to that. And like, like I said, uh, an episode or two ago, they, they do like make it kind of even, you know, the show starts yeah. off and Megatron's more powerful because he's, you know, experienced and he's got an equally powerful body. And then the show kind of goes on and a prime kind of comes into his own, uh, it kind of becomes the only offense there, but they still face off a lot and like have a lot of these knockdown drag outs. So you can kind of always establish that they're close enough. You know what I mean? And yeah. as you said, like they are going to get away from that more and more um, as the show goes on, it becomes more of like, you know, everybody punches each other in the face for two seconds and then they shout retreat and run away. Yeah. Um, and man, Megatron like turns into such a bitch over <laughs> the next season. Well, like, once, really once Skyfire, uh, at the end of this, Skyfire decides to trade to the Autobots. They realize that they're fucked. And then, but Starscream decides to fly away. And then Skyfire is like, no, I can fly too. And they have a little dog fight. But um, yeah. what happens is, yeah, Skyfire uh, crashes and the entire ground caves in and covers him and the crystal. And it, once again, the, we're not going to double check. We're not going to try to dig him out. We're not going to try to see if he's alive. They just, uh, they just like, well, yeah, they just leave. He sacrificed so himself. Shitty, man. Like, That's so sad. But it, it's this very. This, I know. This, and then they just they don't even try. It's like, and the dude, this guy has been, he's stuck in the ice for millions of fucking years and he's out for like 40 minutes. <laughs> and then he's fucking, and then he falls back in and they're like, oh, well. I'm like, no, come on, for real? Like, he's, and he's not unconscious. He's sitting there thinking like, well, they're going to dig me out. They're just yeah, going to yeah. fucking drive, they're going to like drive back to Oregon. That's crazy. Why would they do that? So surely they're going to dig me out of this ice. I'm like 10 feet down. They can probably see me. Like, no, they just fucking leave him as a hero, but they leave him, dude. And, you know, spoiler alert, they're going to go get him in a couple episodes. They're just going to go get him. It's a very weighty scene. Like, they're all really – and they, yeah. there's a, the way the shot is designed, it's this very nice tableau. It's got a very sort of Charlie Brown's Christmas, you know, very so- solemn like, atmosphere. Spike they're kneeling. weeping. Spike is openly weeping. And then fucking <laughs> – Dude, That's Optimus right. has a cheese dick line. Optimus has a cheese dick line to even beat Chip Chase's cheese dick line of last episode, where he says he will he'll he'll he will live forever as long as freedom exists. <laughs> Which is the just clumsiest line. You shall freedom, remember like, you how's freedom? Fire. Freedom freedom will always exist because freedom is a concept. So like of course <laughs> it exists. You know what I mean? That's insane. That's like as happiness long as exists. The number zero even if, always exists. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Weather, weather exists. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It's so stupid to me, but like, whatever. Freedom existing doesn't mean everybody's free. It just means it's fucking. It's an idea. Oh, anyway. So, like, but you know what the like, thing is? They keep pulling out, and they keep pulling out, and they're showing the Autobots in the lower left-hand corner of the screen. They keep pulling out to show that sky once again. You know, the northern lights and stuff. And I kept sky thinking we were going to see. What? I the kept thinking we were going to get fire. That's right. Yes. <laughs> the sky is on fire. That's right. There is a fire in the sky. The yeah, this is totally Lit- yeah, no, oh. like, but I kept I thinking were we so were gonna smart. see. I, kept, <laughs> I thought we were gonna see like a shot, like a faded shot of Skyfire in the sky there, sort of like oh, a. I'm great with that and dude, with like the anime lines going through him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, you know, like oh, a, dude, dude, the anime thing where he's like looking, he's looking over his back left shoulder at something and laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, how great would that have been, man? Well, hashtag never forget. <laughs> Dude, what, yeah, it, it's, uh, like, it was pulling out. I'm like, all we need is a little one of him up in the upper right hand corner to just be like a 9/11 meme of Skyfire. That's what it was, and it was very yeah, touching, very know. very sad ending. Our poor pal Skyfire got got 25 minutes of freedom, and man, that's it. Just back a in the corpse. Ups. Yeah, just uh, just uh, just an unfortunate corpse. But he will be back. Spoiler alert, he will be back. And uh, it's it's pretty great. But uh, yeah, he's. 
I think hands down, maybe next to Roller, but he's either the first or second most unappreciated Transformer on the Autobots by far. I mean, maybe Omega Supreme. There's a couple on there that really don't get any credit for all the shit they do, but he's up there, dude, because they yeah. uh, they just use him as a big bus. And then it, <laughs> usually when they use him as a bus, he ends up like, well, I guess I'll stay and fight because, you know, it's the only fucking time I see you guys, you assholes. And they're like, yeah, no, please go ahead. And he fights everybody and wins. He's yeah, like, they, cool, they so have... I'll drive back with you guys. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it is amazing because they, they, as we go along, we do say they, they end up with Skyfire. They have the Dinobots. They have Omega Supreme. They have all these giant Autobots that could easily just wreck the Decepticon shit. And they just kind of like – use them. <laughs> they just get called on occasionally when they need them. That's it. But, yeah, we will yeah, see. The, uh, it's, the, it's the Autobots – dilemma is whenever they get like a giant ass kicker that that person is always a pacifist <laughs> like it's happened with happens yeah. with fort max at the end of the series they're or, like hey you can fuck anyone up he's like yeah yeah oh, i can fuck anyone up i can absolutely fuck anyone up i won't i don't do that <laughs> but uh yeah easily i could win this whole war in 10 minutes but i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i'm just not gonna do it i don't feel like it sorry guys <laughs> well speaking of dinobots we get them next episode we get the ah, such a good one dude yeah we get to see what happens there and uh like yeah We'll be back next week with that episode. In the meantime, please, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Autobots, Decepticons, non-binary, whatever. I don't know. We got we to gotta come up with it. We got to come up with a name, a nickname. Protoforms, cold-constructed, however you aim in this earth. <laughs> Nano, uh, no, Xenobots. That's a new thing. They just yeah. got, they got Xenobots, apparently, now, which is like the, they did something with like a frog, stem cells, some sort of like almost biological robot. I don't know. It was in the news oh, today. Oh, shit. I, didn't, I did not read the uh, article yet, but the name they're using is Xenobot. Ah, that sounds is, like the last 10 episodes of Machine Wars. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Let's bring it back in there. <laughs> but in the meantime, please rate review us on iTunes. Remember, you can also check us out on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Subscribe to those. Share. Tell all your Transformer loving friends about us. Follow us on Instagram at uh, follow us on Instagram at OPT Podcast. <laughs> like us on Facebook. All that shit. Buy the art. Buy the T-shirts. And tune in next week when we meet our Dino pals on an Absolutely. all new. Optimus Prime Time, more than meet your more than meets your ears. I'm completely fumbling. And I'm a professional voiceover artist too, and I'm completely true, fucking yeah. up this read. <laughs> <laughs> At least I stopped saying motherfucking ears every time, because that was the, the sound off I couldn't stop. Uh, I think now I we should say do it. now we should do a till all or one after we should be like on the next Optimus Prime Time more than meets your ears. Till all are one next until next week. <laughs>